0: Y'all, if I had a dollar for every time a parent told me that they got pregnant after sleep training, I would have a lot of dollar bills, y'all. Now, today on the podcast, it's a special episode here on the Little Z Sleep Podcast. I have birds and bees. This special introduction it's not about resolving your child's sleep habits, you guys. I just really firmly believe that we need to talk about this topic. You see, I've been personally using my online course that I purchased from Birds and Bees and been loving it. It's been so timely because we started their program when our newest baby cousin was being born. And it gave me confidence and it gave Chad and I the empowerment to talk about sex with our girls. And I em- firmly believe this is an important topic. So I am so grateful today to have birds and bees on. Mary Flo and Megan are incredible source of knowledge and absolute confidence, and they want to empower you to teach your child about sex. So enjoy my conversation with Mary Flo and Megan and stick around to the end for a special promo code for your birds and bees product. Y'all, I am so excited to have two voices on the podcast who I've personally been listening to for the past few days (laughs) as I've been taking the Birds and Bees online course myself with my husband, Chad. Mary, Flo, and Megan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're glad to be here. We are really glad to be here. I have really enjoyed following you guys on Instagram, watching your online course flourish, and of course, going through it myself. And I opened up by sharing when we first popped on to this meeting room that it's been perfect timing because we're expecting our newest little baby cousin. And it literally, the timing was just so ordained because I started listening to your program and then our baby cousin is arriving. And then all the questions happened. I was like, okay, I'm ready for this. <laughs> and it even happened over the dinner table last night when we were talking about penis and vagina and we're in it at the dinner table. My <laughs> husband's like, yep, we're here. I was like, okay, wow. Thank you, birds and bees. (laughs) But no, it really is. And so I would love um, to understand a little bit about how you got started doing this. And I guess this is directed towards Mary Flo on how did the birds and the bees get started? uh, And then how did you guys really join forces to do this?
1: Well, first of all, Becca, I want to thank you for um, inviting us to be here with you. And also thank you for the work that you do. Little C Sleep is amazing and we're grateful for that. The Birds and the Bees started in 1986 when I was challenged with um, coming up with a program for how to teach your children about sex and I laughed that that was my assignment. It was part of a, a junior league assignment and because I grew up in a great family but a family where the word sex was never said and nothing was ever explained and and yet Um, so I grew up basically with a blank page in that category and my husband basically grew up the same way. So as we started to have children and they asked questions, it was evident to me that I I didn't have the resources or I didn't know how I could answer their questions. I didn't even know if I should answer their questions. And so after the research that I did to come up with sort of a plan for our family, I shared that plan. With other families, and it just grew and grew. So it started out very small, and the steps that I came up with at that time, I've, we've never wavered from that because it's so amazing. Like the biology stays the same, the questions are the same. I've actually had the privilege of teaching this in Cambodia. Their questions are the same, their <laughs> biology is the same. So it's universal, and it's also a universal dilemma for parents. So that was the genesis of it. That's how we got started. And then over the years it just grew and grew and I kept getting invited to go places and speak. And then I did a little writing about it. I worked with a nonprofit for a while. And so lo and behold, several years later, many years later, about five years ago, Megan came and heard me speak. And she is a good friend of one of my daughters. And after she heard me speak, well, she thought, you know, this is this is great. I'm teaching middle school. If the parents of my middle schoolers had, had raised their children this way, then, you know, it would not be such a problem that it is today. And then she had her own children and thought, this is the way we're going to go. Anyway, as a result, we just had many conversations about this and she really felt called to this work as well. So, for about a year and a half, she came to all of my programs, and we talked through how we wanted to move forward with this, and Megan is amazing in a live program. She does all of our Texas live programs, and, um, and then we thought, why, why don't we just videotape this? Let's just get this down. So we did, and we have a series called The Birds and the Bees. We formed a small business called The Birds and the Bees, and that's where we are now.
0: I love it. And I think that when you guys share uh, on Instagram a lot about in-person classes and in-person classes, I got so sad. I was like, oh, I want to go, <laughs> you know, and then you shared the, your huge launch, recent, launch recently about this online program. And I was stoked. It's like, yes, got to get in. <laughs> I got to have it. And it's, it's so well thought through. And I think you're, you're so absolutely right. It's, it's very much like sleep. We talked about similarities in our business everybody has to sleep. And in order to even have a baby that you sleep train, you obviously got to have sex and you got to talk about that. And so it is all something that it just relates so well. And it's, it's these universal um, lessons that I think are just so powerful that we overcomplicate, which we can get into. Um, Mm -hmm. It's definitely something. So Megan, you guys are both, just let me confirm y'all are both in Dallas. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. So, um, like Mary Flo said, I grew up with her kids, and so I was actually teaching middle school nine years ago when I first heard Mary Flo um, before I had any kids of my own, and that was when I first like, like, wow, this is amazing. Everyone has to hear this. And then it was six years ago when I was my oldest as a baby, and I heard her speak again, and I I was just like, wow, every every parent has to hear this. I even like took my notes I had taken. Uh, on a girl's trip. And I like made all my girlfriends sit down with her glass of wine. I'm like, okay. I am going to talk for about 30 minutes and go over my notes because y'all have to hear this. And all of our babies were like maybe one at the time. Um, anyway. So just like Mary Flo said, I, I felt like in the weirdest way possible. I know that, but it was a calling. I just felt so called to this message and called to like use my voice to share this message. And so that is what I'm doing and I love doing it. Um, I think it's so,
0: um, and and Mary Flo hinted to this, that she really didn't, your parents, Mary Flo didn't really talk about this. And y'all shared a hilarious Instagram post about like, drop your emojis on how you found out. And I was like, (laughs) French fries. That's my emoji. Because I remember vividly being in the McDonald's drive-thru and my mom talking about it and and looking back and saying, so do you have any questions, Rebecca? And I was like, "Mm -mm." Nope. Nope. Just, I just want my happy meal. That's all. <laughs> and I remember her saying, well, your sister had a lot of questions. I'm just surprised you don't have any. And I was just so uncomfortable. I was like, get me out
1: of this car. <laughs> right. And, and I think too, that's, that was the um, order of the day back then. It was like, give them a little bit of information and then see if they have any questions. But for a lot of children, they're curious, but they do not wanna voice those questions. And so we leave them stewing in their own juices of, I, I can't possibly ask you anything, but I've got to know these things. So we try to give parents a lot of tools to have a conversation even with the kids that don't really have the capacity to answer a lot of questions.
0: So you're talking about a conversation and and Megan hinted and joked about like sitting around with parents of one-year-olds talking about this. When is the right time to start talking about this? So
2: just a personal information, my kids now are six and a half, she's almost seven. My boy just turned five two days ago and my baby is almost two. Um, And so I have pretty young kids, but I would say that my family is target audience um if not younger so you we can start these conversations the overall thought behind birds and bees and our curriculum is that you want to get rid of this idea of one talk you don't want to have that drive-through conversation where it's like one big bombshell and then it's like okay uh, french fries away we're going home um and that's it you know what we want what we want to do is get rid of that and have Age-appropriate conversations and a little one here, a little one there, and then circling back to that conversation we had last month, and just having it be um, a building found a a building block conversation. And so, to that end, these conversations can start when they're really young. Um, They can start when they're two or three, um, and your potty training. And you know, our first step, we'll talk more about this later, is creating a family message and kind of getting a game plan. Then the second step is to use vocabulary um, and anatomically correct vocabulary. And you can say the words penis and vagina to young children, you know, so those conversations can start or those steps can really start at two or three. Um, So, and then little kids ask questions like when their mom's pregnant, you know, how'd that baby get in there? How's that baby getting out of there? All those questions start, you know, when kids are three to six, that's when they're really asking lots of questions. And so what is the best time to start these conversations? I would say early preschool years, that is kind of the short answer. Um, We always say sooner is better than later, and later is better than never. But when they're young, it's a good time to start.
0: That's true. When they're potty training, that brings up a great way to start talking about things. I don't think I really actually brought that up with my kids when we were potty training. Um, But it definitely is something that's just easy. It's like literally right there, just to start yeah, it talking is Right there.
1: It. Well, and they're starting to become more aware of their privacy. And so knowing those body parts is important part of that too. Absolutely. Now this is
0: like a technical question within this. Um, when you are, you know, when I'm having the conversation with, um, I've really had it with my oldest who's five, uh, she's in kindergarten. We've had this conversation a lot about, you know, our private areas and things like that. And my three-year-old, like we've talked about it and I, I I think for most parents, I'm thinking about people who are listening to this. It's like, do you literally just like, you know, you're, you're taking them, you're learning how to go potty. You literally, if they're a girl, you just start talking about what the boys have instead of what the girl has. You just start talking about it just as plain as, as everything. Yeah. I, I think we know we said this a lot, um, because I think for
2: some people, I, I want to acknowledge this for some people, this is so uncomfortable. And I know that, you know, Mary Flo and I can say the word penis and vagina and act like it's no big deal um and sometimes i think i don't know how i got here but here i am (laughs) but i can say those words very comfortably um but a lot of people can't and a lot of people grew up in homes where those words were never ever said and they still think those are bad words um and so i think it's important to acknowledge that and give yourself some time like you don't have to say those words every single time you're talking about their private parts you can interchange it with the word privates Um, but i think it's important for your kids to know those words And to hear you and your husband say those words. Um, So if you're potty training or if they're taking a bath or they're, you know, four or five or whatever, you know, I think you can say, again, tone of voice is so important. And, you know, we always kind of joke, but it's like, fake it till you make it. You might be like dying inside or getting a, you know, a splotchy chest or whatever, you know, your panic mode is. But if you can just say, oh, yeah, what, sweetheart, that is actually your penis. Did you know that that's the word that the doctor uses? Oh, well, it's also a private part. So nobody else can touch that. And let's go ahead and get our bodies clean. Don't forget your toes. I mean, just kind of keep on talking. You know, I don't think it needs to be this big, sit down, heavy conversation. You want to kind of include these conversations in your day-to-day uh, life, you know, and like this should be normal. We want to help um, take away the stigma, take away the shame or the silliness and just kind of have it be a matter of fact conversation. Exactly.
0: I love that. It does. It takes the pressure off. And I think, like, tone of voice is everything, especially now. I'm seeing, you know, during this time that we're recording, it's the quarantine time, I'm seeing everybody talk about, like, tone of voice. (laughs) You know, you may be so (laughs) frustrated. And just remember that. And that is so true because your voice, just especially to your children, just commands so much. Um, authority, but also you know uh, silliness or, or discomfort. or yeah, they yeah. can pick up on everything. I talk about that with newborns. Um, it's so important. So absolutely agree with you.
1: Well, I love what Megan just said that they shouldn't be. It shouldn't be shame and it shouldn't be silly. Those wingy wangy words that can just be end up being so silly later on as they grow up. But instead, you just want this to be a matter of a fact tone. And sometimes we tell parents, just pretend like you're speaking like a pediatrician. Find your pediatrician voice, your calm, reassuring, matter of fact kind of voice. And I think that helps children not to get too hyper about it. Even though the parents may feel that inside, they can find a voice that's different from that.
0: Absolutely. So I I definitely want to ask, I'm going to ask Megan this question because even my husband was like, man, this is really good, like that section two. Um, w- the importance of not using those, like you said, wingy-wangy words. Why is that important that we are not using silly terms like we're using the real terms with our children?
2: Great question, Becca. Um, so the number one reason we encourage this is for our kids safety. and this is some a topic that obviously is not fun to talk about. Nobody likes to talk about sexual abuse. Um, but I think, Ignorance is not um, helpful for parents. You know, it's not, problems don't go away if you just stick your head in the sand. So I think it's important for parents to know that the number one way to protect your kids from abuse is to correctly label their body parts um, with the correct words and to clearly identify them as private. Um, And so I think if you talk to any abuse expert, they will tell you that. And I think it's so powerful as parents Uh, to not be scared, but to be prepared. And I think these are, again, these are short, simple conversations, but with little kids, you can have these conversations over and over and over again. Um, I bathe my kids almost every day. Oh, sometimes not every day, but, um, they're naked in front of me all the time. And so I have these conversations all the time of, Oh, that's your vagina. Let's make sure we get it clean. That's the private part, you know, if they're roughhousing in the bathtub, Hey, y'all keep your hands to yourself. That is his private part. Nobody else can touch that. Now, please put your underwear back on. That's a private part. Nobody can touch that. And again, kids, it's age appropriate for them to be silly about their bodies. That's normal. So don't panic if they're like still roughhousing or don't panic if you have to tell them to put their pants on a thousand times. That's age appropriate. But as the parents, we can be the ones that are just constantly speaking into this in a calm way and matter of fact way, and just clearly stating those lines. If that's a private part. Nobody else touches that. Um, Or, you know, put your pants back on. You know, that's why we wear underwear. That's why we wear bathing suits. And we cover up our private parts. So again, I think just as a way to protect our kids is we empower them with this information. So they know if they're with somebody else, they can verbalize. They've heard these words and these phrases over and over again. Oh, no, that's a private part. Nobody else touches that. Or that's a private part. Nobody else can see that. Um, So I think what we're really doing is equipping our kids. Um, And that's what we want to do at Birds and Bees is we want to equip and empower parents so that they can go home and equip and empower their kids. And I think that's a turning point for a lot of parents is when they realize um, that all these are scary conversations to a lot of people and it seems very overwhelming. But if you can kind of put that aside and think, okay, this is actually going to protect my kids in so many ways, um, then I think it's motivating of like, okay, I can get over my discomfort and do things to protect my kids and do what's best for my kids.
0: Absolutely. I I absolutely resonated so much with that and and realized in my own parenting, like I need to be more vocal about it because of that. Like when we were listening to your section two, I was like, we need to talk about this more and we need to be more on it. And we talked a little bit about it, but we need to be more um, matter of fact about mm-hmm. you know what this is because that uh, especially I feel like maybe it doesn't you know boys and girls it's I'm sure there's different stats here but just I'm like they're my little girls like they need to they need to know this and I've, I just you, you you commanded that topic so matter-of-factly um, that like I said like me Chad and I were sitting there listening to it like yes this is important <laughs> <laughs> good it and important. and one other,
1: I'll just add one little thought here, and that is be sure that you ask your children if they know what the word private means. Like if I say this is private, what do you think that means? You know, be sure they have a working definition that no one else touches it, looks at it. You don't look at someone else's. You, don't, you know, no one, these days you have to say no one takes a picture of that. No one, You know, you just you have to be as specific so that they know instead of saying, OK, I'll keep it private. But what if they don't really know what that means? So you have to oh, do yeah. that for them also. That is a really a
0: great additional add-on
1: because, yeah, my
0: three-year-old is not going to know. She's going to okay. just yeah, – exactly, <laughs> exactly. She'll just parrot that back to me. That's private. That's private. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think even before we – obviously, that was that's a, a, a part of your step two in your program. But Mary Flo teaches on that step one before we're even looking to get into the details and – the meat of talking with your children about this, it's important to have your own family stance on what you're about to get into. Um, So Mary Flo, I would love to hear more about the importance of the family message.
1: Well, that's actually our very first step. And the family message is kind of the foundation of all your conversations moving forward. It is, it establishes for you and your spouse or if you're a single parent for you, Okay, this is the direction we're going with these conversations. Now, even though the biology is the same from family to family, the family message is going to have a lot of variety, depending on the values of, of that family and just their priorities and what their what their message is that they want their children to have. So we ask parents to answer this question. What is the main thing you want your children to know about sex if they're growing up in your family? So. The birds and bees is not a cookie cutter. Here's what you have to say and here's how you have to do it. Instead, we're inviting parents to consider what is their highest priority on this topic and then formulate all the answers to the biology questions using vocabulary from that message. So if you are a person of faith, you would incorporate your faith. If you're much more interested in the science of things, then you would include more scientific words. Um, But just as an example, um, uh, our family message when we were raising our children was, sex is a gift from God intended for marriage. We wanted our children to grow up understanding the, the beauty and also the boundaries. So we wanted our family message to incorporate all of that. And we wanted to incorporate our faith so that was so we asked parents to spend a couple of weeks talking it through thinking through what is it well what when they grow up and and go away what do we hope they have in their mind that this is really all about and um we do have it's called take flight we have a discussion guide that's really a discussion guide for you and your spouse, or you and a good friend, or you and a small group to think through, well, what would my message be? And how do I want to to write that out? And really give it some thought. But from that, you will get so much confidence because instead of just reacting to the questions that your children bring to you or situations that present themselves, you have a foundation spot that you're moving with. You're going, well, because this is our message, this is the way my answer is going to sound. And it just gives you a lot of confidence. We're doing all that we can as parents these days to defend our children from the onslaught of messages from the culture, but we have to have an offensive strategy as well. And that offensive strategy starts with the message that you have. And with that message, you're moving towards your children to let them know you have a positive message for them on this topic. So that's why it's it's kind of the quarter, cornerstone of the birds and the bees strategy, but we know that it will vary from family to family and we want we we want to embrace that. What I loved most digging into your
0: course was how it's not complicated. We already talked about this a little bit that there's only 6 steps and it's not complicated. And while your family message may even take the longest to form together and to think through, going through your program is less than an hour. And that is good news for parents who are sitting back thinking this is daunting and this is going to take so much time and I cannot possibly sit down and study this. My life with a two-year-old is too hectic. It's really not a huge time investment, but it is a huge investment for their future and that's what I really appreciated most about your program is that it is compactable, it is digestible, and it gives you a lot to work through with your family that, again, just yield these lifelong lasting results.
2: Oh, I would say, I think
0: that's a great reminder, Um, even though our
2: curriculum has six steps. And, but I think sometimes parents hear that and think, oh, a six-week program. Okay, honey, we're going to pause whatever show you're binge watching, and we're gonna dive into the birds and bees. And that sounds horrible to jump into a six week class talking about how to talk to your kids about sex. I mean, that seems like a little bit of a buzzkill. But if you just say, okay, listen, just one night, we're gonna sit down and dive into these videos. It takes one hour. And I think that's so important to um, explain to parents is that this is a one hour commitment and it will really give you confidence on a topic that seems so scary. Um, But it doesn't take six weeks, you know. Um, Now, sometimes when small groups get together and they want to do this, like with their community group, um, whenever we're allowed to be unquarantined, small groups can meet again. Till then, watch it just at home. And again, it just takes an hour. And I think that's so encouraging is so much of what we want to do with our steps, with the timing of the videos, all these things is we're intentionally uh, making things as easy as possible for parents. We want them to, be able to do this and be able to implement this and feel confident implementing it and they we want parents to feel like okay I can do this this was scary or I thought this was scary but it's it's not as scary as I thought I can do this
1: so in 1 hour you can do this well and you can also put your earbuds in and while you're folding clothes listen to it so because I know a lot of people <laughs> have children around them at all hours and they don't have a brain left by the time dinner's finished so you can also be doing this while they're watching a show and you can just listen and full close or whatever, but it is knowing that it's just an hour, I think is helpful.
0: Absolutely. And I think let's talk about really how the course works for a second, because this is not something maybe like old school, like where you play a video for your child. This is for the parents. I mean, I remember sitting in my, uh, what did they call it? Like lifestyles class or family ed, family, was it family ed? Anyways, we'd sit around and watch videos. And then we were to go home and talk about this with our parents, which nobody did. And this is not something that you show your children. This is something that you educate yourself on to then like Mary Flo said, be empowered to talk to your children about it. So walk us through, Megan, walk us through this, like when you actually, my, my, my audience really loves uh, online platforms. And so walk us through, like when you get in, like what next, what do you do? Okay. Um,
2: so yeah, just to clear the air, that was a great clarification. This is not for kids, birds and bees. It's for parents. And that's something we really feel strongly about. Um, because who, when our kids are young, who are they going to with questions? Their parents. Who are they believing? Their parents. Um, and so I think that's why we want to empower parents because if you put your kids in front of a video of Megan and Mary Flo, like that's great, but you don't know if what they say is going to be in line with your values, or they can't call us for questions. You know, so it doesn't make sense. And so we empower and equip the parents because the parents are there, and then the parents can filter. Okay, this is what I want my kids to understand about sex. Or it's, you know, I might have a different point of view. So this is where I'm going to be answering these conversations. Um, so let's say you're all fired up. You're ready to go. Okay, so you buy the birds and bees course. Um, you can log in from your computer. And when you purchase it, you have a login right there. And so you can access it from your computer. You can stream it up to your TV. You can watch on your phone, iPad. Um, and then you have access to watch the videos. And there are 60 days. It's a 60-day viewing license. Uh, And so you can watch all at once, like we said earlier, it takes an hour. Um, Or if you only have like 15 minutes here and there, you can, you know, pause and continue on later. Um, Or you can watch it once a day, every day, if repetition is your thing. Um, But really, it's it's pretty easy to watch. We um, created it to have um, sections that are easy to pause. And if you want to take a break, um, it's easy to do that. We really encourage parents to take notes. While they're watching just because it is a lot of information at once um, and then you have these notes to refer back to um, but I think that's the best is for parents to kind of find a time at least start when they can watch it maybe with their spouse um, and can sit down and watch it and just kind of be um, prepared you know with uh, notes and note-taking and then maybe go back and watch it again if you have questions um, but really everything's pretty easy to access you'll pull up a web, our website, and you can log on to watch the videos from there.
0: Great. And Mary Flo, I would love to hear because we kind of sprinkled in a little bit. You mentioned about like, yes, one day when we're all able to hang out together again, is this also, do you have different levels of their curriculum where you can have like a group study session? Like if people are listening, they have friends that they want to go through this with. How are, do you have different ways that people can do this with groups?
1: We do. We have, um, first of all, you can just watch the videos if you want to watch just the the, the the basic six steps. But then we have something called the bundle. And with the bundle, uh, it's not that much more expensive, but you do get the discussion guide, which is also digital. You just download that. And you also get other videos. One of them is on what our favorite resources are. One of them is how to incorporate your faith and one of them is a Q&A. So when we do a live program, we speak for about an hour and then we have a very fun Q&A. <laughs> Love those questions. And so that was one of the uh, downsides of our former videos is that we couldn't answer people's questions. So we, we brought up our most asked, most frequently asked questions and Megan and I answered them. So we, we have a Q&A, Session: How to Incorporate Your Faith Resources, the Discussion Guide, and the the Videos. So that's called uh, the bundle. And then we have a program. Let's say you are going to show it at your Sunday School class or outside of your home, something outside of your home. And for that, we do have handouts that they can print out. We it's the discussion guide, and then it's everything else that comes in the bundle. But we also give them some resources for, let's say, they want to advertise it on in their media. They want to post something about it in their Instagram. We have all the graphics that they need for our, for our brand. They don't have to create graphics. It'll just be the birds and bees next week, seven (laughs) o'clock, you know, whatever. So there's, um, they have everything they need for a large group. So those are our basic um, packages.
0: Y'all have made it so simple to make this happen, which is fantastic.
1: Well, we hope so because Life is hard enough. So we wanted to take a really complicated topic and give it to parents in the simplest way possible. And especially when they have young children, they just don't need one more step of complication. Not at all. So I would love to know. We've talked about, obviously,
0: a lot of really important ways and things that you need this program because it's not just going to be um, something you talk about once, but this is a lifelong thing. And I already, I've told a couple people um, in my community group, like, this is something we should just, we should do this together because it's just even better when you have this group that you can sit down and talk to. How can our listeners get in contact with you guys? How can they get your program and more information? Tell us all about that, Megan. So, if you just can't get
2: enough of Be and Mary Flow, we are here for you. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram, uh, birds underscore bees. I'm sure Becca will tag us or something special. Um, Our website is birds bees.com. And if you ever have questions, you can send us a DM or reach out on our website. Uh, We do our best to get back to you um, with questions. Um, And then we would love, we want to share, we have a special discount we made just for Becca's followers for Little Z Sleep. Um, so if you're following Becca's program, then you have lots of time in the evenings to watch these videos because your kids are <laughs> going to bed at 7 p.m. So all you excellent parents out there who have great sleepers, you can get 20% off of all of our birds and bees videos using the code Little Z Sleep. So use that, and you will get twenty percent off of our videos. And you can use your precious quiet hours becoming em-
0: um, empowered and proactive parents. Yes, join the club. That's what Chad and I do
2: in the <laughs> evenings now.
0: <laughs> in the evenings, with
2: your quiet sleeping children.
1: Yes. I, I want. I do want to say, Becca, you're so right. It's so much better if you don't do this alone. Like, of course, it's great for couples to watch this but you're raising your children in community. And so it's it's very empowering to, to see these small groups, which we've seen so many of them do, come and watch it together. And then they kind of hold each other accountable. Like, do you have your message? Have you gotten this question? How did you answer that? Or how are you dealing with this topic? It's, it, it's a great group to bounce things back and forth with. And so we highly recommend getting the bundle, doing it as a small group. And that's what... That's what we're hoping will be the result of this.
0: Absolutely. And you know, the other thing that I would love about having a group is because, like I said, we just have girls. And I'm sure boys ask different questions than girls that I would have never thought about asking or sharing (laughs) or getting into. And there is power in having a group always. So I love that. And everything that you guys share, this is like uh, one of the thoughts I meant to kept bringing up. You know, you talked about you want to get rid of the talk and how this is that's like an old-fashioned thing. There is nothing old-fashioned about y'all's business. I mean, it looks so polished. It is just done so well and you really do it's not boring. The video is not boring at all and I just want to really thank you guys for providing this resource for parents that is easy to digest, that is memorable and incredibly impactful. So I'm so excited to share this with everybody.
2: Thank, thank you, you so much you. for having us on. It has been exciting to watch, uh, your work and how you are also empowering parents. And so when you wanted us to be on your show, we were both like, oh, yes, we would love it. <laughs> so thank
0: you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank y'all both. And we'll share everything in the show notes below for, um, all of our listeners. And, uh, we'll chat soon. Oh, thank okay. you, Becca. thanks Becca. Don't forget to use the promo code little Z sleep when you are at checkout. On birds and bees website i absolutely love today's episode i hope that you share this i hope that you listen to it and are just feeling confident about how you can equip your family with the education around sex thank you so much mary flo and megan this was an awesome episode sweet dreams see you next time